Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by a book that I've written. Can I start again? No, 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 no. (laughs) I burped twice already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's brought to you by a book that I've written called Gustav and Henry. I wrote it with Peter Thomas, friend of the show. It's a children's book for young readers, and it's got three stories in one book, and it's very funny. It's about a pig and a dog who are good friends, and they go to space, and they go back in time, and they solve a mystery of a missing cake. And if you can buy it, then they might let us make more, and that'll be a huge amount more work. So... I mean, you do what you think is right. Also, today's episode is brought to you by the last four shows of... uh, My Client is Innocent at the Comedy Festival. If you are within going distance, (laughs) you could go. (laughs) You could go see that. You could go see my split stand-up show with Matt Stewart, Honk Honk, Hubba Hubba, Ring-A-Ding-Ding. Or you could go see the show that I directed, Betty Coretto, with Mm. Carly Milroy and Bronny. Yes. Ronnie, Ronnie last name. Ronnie last name. Last namey. Thank you. Hello yeah. and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the podcast where we come up with five sketch ideas. That's right, yes. I'm thinking of changing the name of the show to Buckle Up, though, because we're well, in a car and Alistair is wearing his seatbelt for yeah, the podcast. Yeah. I decided that it would be interesting. You know, you often you often have people who are talking into microphones who will say to mm. the audience, buckle up mm-hmm. for what's about to hit. Mm. But they very rarely <laughs> take their own advice. <laughs> so, so and But look, you know, if the conversation grinds to a halt... Uh, you know, Al's going to be the one laughing when that's I get right. thrown out through the windshield. Right. <laughs> and he's going to smash into a brick wall. His face already pretty damaged by going through the the uh, this windshield. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, the last 38 years. 38 years, Alistair. Yeah, yeah I know. Don't even start. Years. We are do you so realize, deep into life. Do you realize that uh, that is halfway to 76? Oh, my goodness. Right? Matt, um, what's your name? Andy? wow Um, (laughs) like i mean but you've you've lived haven't you You i don't don't feel that that i have there was that time you went to india and you sat in your hotel room the whole time (laughs) you know you've lived (laughs) that's true okay so that's a good way to look at it um what (laughs) (laughs) what about though what about a seatbelt? Just for normal chairs, mm. right? Seatbelt for the office chairs. The first office chair that comes with a seatbelt and yeah. an airbag. Now, why yeah. would you need that? What about a seatbelt for just when you're walking around? <laughs> okay. But then it, it kind of like moves itself from anchor to anchor as you go around. 
Yeah, okay, so it has an actual functional purpose. Mine was going to be largely symbolic for, you know, and it would be great if you're walking along. You have one. It's built into your clothes, right? There's a little clip down there on your waist, and then there's one of those big roller things where all the seatbelt comes out of up there on your shoulder. Basically means that whenever you're talking to someone and you want to say buckle up, you can then literally buckle up. Or you could stop. You can be like a better writer and be showing, not telling. (laughs) And then... (laughs) So this is how you'll you'll show them, not tell them. You'll go, you'll buckle up, you, you know, and then you'll go, then you'll point to yourself, yeah, and then you'll say, and then you'll point to them, yeah, and then you'll point back to yourself again, great, <laughs> yeah, right. as in an attempt to and say, then you mouth the words buckle up, <laughs> yeah, like I do, yeah, 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 like, but you do that, <laughs> yeah, you do this, and then they they're looking at you like sort of shaking their head and like shrugging, and you're like. All right, and then you gesture to come over here, come and you over go over to a table where there's yeah. a little bit of paper, and you write down the words, buckle, buckle up. up. Yeah. And then they write question mark, and you write, like I did with the buckle. With the buckle. Is it, then they say, your your pants buckle? <laughs> or the, the seat belt buckle that you just did up on your shirt? I mean... Look, it could actually also serve as a sort of a sash cross crossbody um pants. That's buckle, true. I mean, it, it could be one of those. It could be a sash, like, always ready for winning an award, winning. being the best of something at some festival. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody in every room is the best at something. That's actually really profound. And you could actually just have it based off of like data that you're not, you know, like your your mm. smartwatch gets. Mm. It could just be a digital like e ink sash that the, constantly updates yeah person tell you what you're the best at you in know, the world it could be like one person could be fastest heart rate yeah no but in the room <laughs> you know in the room fastest heart rate uh this person's like is carrying you know the the largest volume of shit than of anyone <laughs> oh, in the wow in the, your wrist could your watch could tell that from your wrist well i assume that they could probably just pass. i mean it's probably can if there's the shit is has reached your wrist yeah that's true i mean but you think do you think the wrist could do sonar Mm. In the body? Sure. Why not? Body you know, sonar. It's the window to the... You know, like, I mean... Whatever. You just get one of those, like, um, you know, the end of one of those ultrasound things. What about this bonar? Sonar, but with boners. Okay. Now, how would that work? <laughs> does, the, does the bonar still go, boop? Yeah, oh, yeah. Boop. Yeah, it sure okay. does. Oh wait, and is it, the, is it that line that spins around like yeah, that? Yeah, and so the boner just kind of turns around <laughs> like that. And anytime it hits something, you go, "There's something that's come into into our bonar." It, I suppose it could also and then work it eats it. as a like a imagine a sort of a nightmare scenario. Okay, sort of a horror film of you a want me to just imagine a, a random nightmare, a random scenario. nightmare scenario. Um, no, you know, in a in a sort of a um, human centipede, saw type situation, where somebody's navigating their way around a labyrinth blindfolded, yeah. but they have to use the only way they can navigate is by having their boner protruding, yeah, in order to be able to sense if they're approaching something. So you're saying they don't have any eyes? They don't. Well, they're blindfolded. Oh, they're their blindfolded. hands are tied behind their back. Oh, so this is like this is like. Uh, the second film of Bird Box. Is it? <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. Boner Box. Boner Box. Dick in a Box. Really good. Yeah. Really good. And the only way to boner. find your way around is using Bonar. Um, is that I mean, an like... idea to be proud of? Is that something that we can put our names to? <laughs> um, well, we don't have to put our names on. We, we oh, could that's use true. The, we could use that a name. A pseudonym. We could use Alan, that name that all those people... Alan Smithy. S- Alan Smithy. We could mm. use that. 
Mm. Bonar. Oh, I had an idea for a film as I was driving in today. Yeah. Tell me what you think of this. Right, it's a horror film. Or is it? Right? It's a, it's cuz you know what's a great type of film? Body swap. Body swap films. I right? love those. It's a body swap film in which a 6-year-old boy yeah wakes up in the body of like an 85-year-old man. Yeah. Right? And you spend the whole film not sure whether or not it really is a boy who's woken up in the body of this 65-year-old man or yeah. he's or if he's just gone completely senile and thinks he's still a ch- thinks he's back a ch- he's forgotten all that time of his life. And he's gone yeah. back to thinking he's a child. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But then, so it's like then real the end, like, meet a psychological kid like, horror. But the only thing that can do it is if you meet a kid whose body... What, is what are those, when they say he's an old soul. That's right. But you meet a kid who's going, I'm in the body of a young child. It's yeah. the greatest day of my life. Well, that's maybe maybe that would happen. Maybe not. We don't... I'm, yeah. I'm not sure I guess that whether would make not, it horror. Yeah. That would make it like very satisfying. Mm-hmm. Because um, you'd be like, oh, finally, a person doesn't have dementia. <laughs> It'd be the, the the heartwarming tale of a man finding yeah. out that he doesn't. I mean, have maybe to- maybe it can be like horror films. Mm. Very rarely have a heartwarming ending. That's true. Except for this that, could be everything. except for that that film. Um, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, heart scorcher. Ah. That guy who burns <laughs> people's, people's hearts. hearts. Yeah, all right. Obviously, well, heart scorcher is maybe, the exception may, that may, proves may, the rule. Maybe organ scorcher. <laughs> <laughs> he scorches all the organs. The heartwarming tale oh. of a man who burns organs with his hands. <laughs> yep. I mean, look, I'm gonna, should I write yeah. down heart as organ scorcher? Well, I think you should also write down... Um, uh, Bonar. Yeah? Yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I think, you know, that, that sheer horror, because, you know, think, what would be great is, right, it's sort of, sort of a lot of young men in this movie. Yeah. And, you know, you're tapping into that primal fear that you have of getting an erection at an uncomfortable time, mm. but you're flipping it completely to be like, what if I lose my erection? An uncomfortable time? You mm. mean like the back of a Volkswagen? <laughs> Yeah, but Remember this is in a, yeah. No, but this is in a uh, reality in which um, the dimension of time has been swapped with the dimension of cars. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, sorry that we're still talking about Bonar. Mm. Um, but what what has the dimension of time been swapped with in Bonar? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you so think wait, that would be a good element to add. Bring it also. <laughs> so wait, in Bonar, okay, uh, so they. They're blindfolded, mm. and they're—I guess their hands are tied up behind yep. their back. Yep. And, and they, they have to maintain an erection in order to be able to navigate their way around a labyrinth using the tip of their penis. Okay, and so right. so they don't. None of their skin feels. Are they no, kind their of skin like, does feel. Yeah, but there's something, and I don't know what the element is, but mm. there's some element where if you use any other part of your body yep. to touch anything. Mm. You get killed instantly. Okay. Right. So you can't lean your head forward and use your forehead or something like that. If you wanted to just like they've hit everything. Of, yeah. They've used lots of um, like foreskin sensing lasers or something. Yeah, like, like that. that. So they can they can tell. Yeah. As soon as something touches it that isn't a foreskin. That's right. They go. Wait. This seems like it's after something. Mm-hmm. Something is, is what they might think yeah. when the, when you touch something with your back. 
Yeah. Do you think the back thinks it's the front? Oh, my God. <laughs> it doesn't know. Yeah. It doesn't know. Yeah. Well, for That's it. That's tragic. For it, you know, it is the front. Yeah, but, I mean, it also must think then that we're always walking backwards. And that would be infuriating. Right? Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. I think there there are light sensors on your skin. Do you think that some of your body can actually see through your skin? You think that your back might know things? Well, it might know things that we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, this is like your... Did we bring that up on the podcast that leaves... Well, trees no, leaves this is to... in the last episode we tried to do in this very car. Oh, this very this, car. Is this podcast still recording? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. You know, it's recording. It's got battery. We're 12 minutes in. 12 minutes in? Wow. It's felt like longer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy Andy got us some brownie M&Ms, right? Mm. And so the, the brown M&M... She's mm. holding a pan of brownies, but also she's got a dead M M&M and M just in her hands like that. That's got brownies. Yeah, that's it. truly psychotic, isn't it? Yeah, like she must be the um, who was that uh, Nazi doctor who did all those experiments on people? Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. She yeah. must be the Hannibal Lecter of. Uh, she looks so. Um, she looks, you know. Actually, she does kind of have a dead look in her eye. Yeah, I mean, mostly benign, but yeah, you're right. But she does wear glasses, so it feels like she could, like, take them off and then she'll have, like, a glow up, you know? Oh, yeah, that'd be exciting. I mean, it could just be she'll take them off and then she'll reveal herself to be a Nazi doctor. Mm. She's got tiny little swastikas tattooed all the way around in the shape of her glasses frames. You can't see them until she takes them off. Imagine that. Imagine a movie in which there's that moment where you take off a woman's glasses and she instantly looks like a Nazi. (laughs) Because she has a lot of. I don't know. Something about it. I'm not sure what it is. That transformation. (laughs) You take off her glasses and you realize. Well, I mean, I think the idea of having tiny little swastikas in the Mm. shape of glasses. Yeah. It's like, you know, because I guess you'd always be like. It's a little secret for me. Mm. When I get home, I'll take off my glass. It's a little secret for me or anybody seeing me from even slightly other than directly ahead. Yeah. Well, you know, I suppose so, I guess. But maybe you would never let that happen. You wouldn't allow that to happen. You're like Mariah Carey. My best angle is my front. Is that her best angle? No. I mean, she, her best angle is like her left side or something like that. She oh, never right. lets herself be photographed from any other angle. All oh, right. And even in film clips, I imagine she's sort of looking slightly to the side like that. Oh, yeah. She often does do that. She does, doesn't she? Oh, it's like she's aware of it and she's constantly, you know, sort of micromanaging it. She's that. controlling her image. Yeah. That's nice. All night, every night. Doctor's feet looking fine. I don't know. The, oh, baby, I'm so into you. If you want me to. <laughs> I think an album in which you fail to remember. That's the, that's the problem with cl- cover albums. They always know all the words. <laughs> I think I think a cover album in which you don't know what song you're supposed to be covering until seconds before. Yeah. Right? Frank Sinatra gets surprised by the classics. Right? The band kicks up. Right? He's really excited because he's like, oh, this is one of the ones I do every yeah, single night. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about that? Is that a sketch idea? 
Surprised by the classics. Surprised by the classics. It does sound like a game, sh- like it does sound like a, like, you know, like mm. what's his name would do it. Um, oh, absolutely, you would. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. No, that's right. But uh, the other guy as well. Raphael Epstein. No, no, no. Who's uh, that? He's a um, an ABC radio guy, ABC right? radio presenter. Um, but wait, the other guy would be um, the guy who does ra- the car ca- karaoke. Ah, James Corden. Corden, he would love mm. this. Surprised by the, and he'd prep them all. Oh he'd yeah, prep all the celebrities. He go, anyway, we're gonna give you these songs, uh, yeah. and then they're and gonna then, be like, "Oh then, my god, I don't know it!" And then they're gonna be like, "Oh," yeah. and they'll sing it perfect. Sing it perfectly, and he'll look, act really amazed and blown oh. away. Oh, throwing his head back, then throwing his head forwards and putting it in his head, then throwing it what back about, again. What about this? And his head falls off and it's, rolls across the stage. It's like it's Frank Sinatra, but. Terrified by the classics, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they play, they play classic songs for him, and he yeah. just, just is terrified. Is just in, is yelling, and screaming, begging for release. Stop playing that song! Right? Like, yeah, he's just having a real psychotic episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, um, you know, is that anything? Um. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it as an album, and he is just screaming and and begging for release. Yeah, and Big Bird's going, "Why are you hiding, Mister Sinatra?" Now, hang on, I don't understand the Big Bird reference. Is there an album in which Big Bird is with Sinatra in some way? It's just adding something to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, then that's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I what I love about it. Is that it's not a reference to anything? Yeah, yeah, it's not. No, Big Bird's there, and you, there could be others. <laughs> okay, who you else? Uh, let's see. Um, that 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 sheep that they cloned, <laughs> Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alistair, I was hoping you'd say something really red, and then <laughs> you absolutely. Oh. Yeah, that... you went so far beyond what I could have hoped for. That it was, was so either that good. or Ernie. But oh, I felt like yeah. Ernie oh, was too no, close. So much... I'm so glad you yeah. didn't say Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, this is this is a nightmare. Yeah. This is a nightmare scenario, right? Like, imagine, imagine Frank is already he's in his declining years. He's not doing well, right? Yeah. His voice is still amazing. Yeah. But he has moments. He comes in and out of lucidity. But to I, and I assume that behind the scenes there is a reason for both Big Boy, Big Boyd, Big Boy, Big Boyd, and and Dolly to the sheep to be there, mm. right? Yeah. But he doesn't know. He doesn't know what is even if it's been explained to him twenty minutes ago. I go, it's gone. He's still just in this loop of going to the studio all the time. Yeah. He just doesn't understand anymore. It's like it's all lost sense, but he just mm. is in the routine. Mm. And so mm. he goes there and now yeah, Big Boyd is there and, and yeah. Dolly and he's and then they're playing oh, a song wow. and he and he he recognizes it, but it fills him with terror now. Yeah, it just feels like torture at this point. Cause, well, as it would if you you know, because he's used to being at the top of his game, right? Mm. And if he feels he doesn't know the words, yeah. that fear of being exposed in that way, I imagine that yeah. would be terrifying. But so also, he's... if a song is playing in the recording studio mm-hmm. and there's somebody already singing on the song, yeah, right. like it's not the band playing it. They're just playing it through the thing, but they've got him in front of a mic. 
and and then there's yeah, like wow. you know Bobby Darren or something like that is singing you know yeah somewhere beyond the sea mm. it's not done and he's like where do I go in you know where where do I jump in yeah and then, he, and then you know Big Bird pops his head in he goes <laughs> what's that Mister Sinatra he goes I'm I'm not sure when to when to come in there's already the vocals oh. are you there yeah. He looks down and there's just the sheep is chewing <laughs> yeah, into the, the mic. Next to it, another sheep that looks exactly the oh same. Oh my god, that would be so unsettling. Yeah. Two sheep that yeah. look so similar. I mean, it's such a great premise for a joke, the idea that they cloned a sheep. Mm. I'm sure I've heard someone say that they all look the same anyway. Right? Yeah. And that that's I mean it's a great insurance policy to to clone something where, you know, even if it doesn't work out, you'll just be able to grab another sheep and just exactly. be like, Yeah, no, yeah, that's what this one, one is. Yeah. Yeah, look at it. Check it out. Look at that. Uncanny. Yeah. Imagine another sheep that looks just like that one. Well, do you think imagine it, no more. Do you think when they called them the Uncanny X-Men? Yes. Do you think it was because they looked exactly like the X-Men? Yeah, uncannily like. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Mm. It's uncanny. It's uncanny that these two things are so similar, mm. but like also uncanny you expect to apply to something that is bizarre. Oh, right? the bizarre X-Men. Well, oh, well yeah. but then, but then yes. if you've seen two of something, yeah. it's almost not bizarre, right? So an uncanny similarity, mm. right? Well, you know, there's at least two of these things out there. Yeah. They're not that unusual, obviously. I mean, I would love to have had another person just like me mm. back in high school. Sure. Instead of just a singular weirdo. Mm. What about you? <laughs> um, what would it have been like to have another person who looked just like me at high school? Um, yeah, fine. Do you think? Probably fine. Do you think you would have held hands? I mean, what if they'd been more popular? What if you start a conversation and then you're halfway through the conversation and they're like, oh, no, you're the boring one. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I mean, no, that's the that's one of the great fears is is that there's another person who is you and they're better at it than yes. you. Yes. Yes, yeah. because that thing, you know, that we were talking about with the sash that like what's the, you know, there's someone's best in the room at everything. Yeah. And then, you know, the 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 cliché thing is to say, you know what? You're the best at being you. Yeah. And then they then they get some updated data and they're like, you know what? We found a better one. Yeah. We found That'd someone be... who's better at you than you. But then but then I guess that just means that you're that you're somebody else then, doesn't it? Um, you know, and that they're just ganging up on you. Mm, Everybody's yeah. getting, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, it's just a very specific type you know, of like, bullying. Like there's actually something talented about not being the best version of you. It almost does take skill to be less good than yourself. Maybe. May, but um, would this be a good kind of, um, like imagine, in the future? Imagine this, right? Yeah. So it's right. like, so there's a version of you. It's a version of you at school. Yeah. And and they look just like you. Mm. But it's not you. It mm. is just another version of you. <laughs> okay. But then your mom okay. comes to pick you up at school. Oh no. And then this guy goes over to your mom and starts making out with your mom. <laughs> oh no. Oh. And then you're like, No. <laughs> and they're like, Andy, you go, it's not me. Yeah. And, and then and but then she, your mom says, I know. I know it's not no, you. No, I wouldn't not. be making out. He's much better than you. <laughs> He's much That's better. That's why I want to make out with him. You're like, a, Mom, 
Like, no, I'm not going to make out with you, Andy. I'm going to make out with this person, the clone of Andy, who is better at kissing. And it's also fine for this to happen. I think that's a sketch idea. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You get a clone, and it's established very comprehensively that it's not you in any way, just exactly like you, and then it hooks up with your mum. <laughs> Uh, and then you're trying to defend yourself at school, and you're yeah. like, "Everybody, that wasn't me making out with my mum." And everybody's like, "We know, no, yeah, we, we know." Your mum would never make out with you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what does it say about your mum, though? This is a, this is the thing. Yeah. We're putting the mum in an un, un, uncompromising position. That's true. In a compromising in a compromising position. Uncompromising. Uncompromising anyway, position. Yeah, it's she isn't having to compromise but at all what because about she's. This? Choosing exactly who she wants, the clone. What about this as a as a future dystopia storyline, something or other? Yeah. Right? No. In the future, you can't kill people. Yeah. Right. You can't kill people. Yeah. But what you can do is you get these. You get these special so guns. It's illegal, or you can't do it. Uh, you you can't do it. I don't know. I don't know why. But look. Okay. But you are. It is legal to get these special guns that clone people yeah. but make a slightly better version of them. Oh, that's right? good. So you you can threaten people with the, this this weapon that will make a better version of them that will make their life hell. That like this better version will instantly sort of occupy all the spaces that they would have occupied with a greater level of success. Their um you know, their beloved family will find themselves unable to avoid transferring their affections to this new version of them. Andy, I, I would I would write a whole movie about this. And yeah. we'd start it out by going, Okay, so the premise of this thing <laughs> is like yeah. that. And then and then you just start and then you'd have fun with it. Look at that, no guns, but mm. gun that makes better version of you. What do you think about could, could, do you think my body swap horror um uh, you know, dementia patient question oh, yeah, mark yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, earns its place on the pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. On the hallowed Just pad. On the hallowed pad. Mm. Hallowed pad. Hallowed. Uh, <laughs> um, body swap horror. Horror. Old man. Mm. Body swap horror. Old man. Eight year old boy. Body swap, horror old man. Uh -huh. Body swap, horror old man. Body swap, horror old man. Body swap, horror old man. Yeah. Body swap, body swap, body swap, body swap, body swap. That's a great premise for something. Party swap. Like, you know, they used to have the old house swap, wife swap. Party swap. Party swap. You, you book, you know, it's your, it's your, it's a big birthday. Yeah. Right? 50th mm -hmm. birthdays. Yeah. Right? And somebody plans, somebody else has got their 50th on the same day. Yeah. Well, you just... plan a party for yourself and they plan a party for themselves. It's and a, then you swap parties. It's a, it's a, it's a TV show, reality yeah. show. There's six people having parties. Yes. There's a four-year-old. Oh, There's great. a 60-year-old boss of a company. Mm, there's mm. an 18-year-old. Yes, there's a 112-year-old. There's a 112-year-old. And all the people have to swap. Yes, they put, their, they put their party poppers into a bowl. 
They, they, all, put their, they all put their fingers in a bowl. Their fingers in a bowl, great. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bowl of guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> The greatest party food. I yeah. think it I think it unites the generations. The guacamole, it's not yeah. enough by itself. Not by itself, but I mean if you add a chip in there, you're already having the best time. I know, of but your not life. not leave a chip in there. And that's this is the basically the main problem. Guacamole kinda lo- it gets it ages very quick. Oh yeah. But you I mean you put a bit of lemon in there, you're gonna be okay. Yeah. For a little bit. It still ages very quick with lemon. Sure, but I mean, it doesn't stick around that long either. Everybody loves guacamole. Everybody's going to eat it so quickly. Yeah, yeah, but I much prefer... It lives fast. I much prefer... I don't love guacamole as a... Fucking hell. No, no, I love guacamole, right? Okay. I don't love it as a communal dip. I like it as a thing where you get to scoop a bunch onto your own plate. Right, okay. Okay, and you get to control the supply. You get to control the supply. Mm. You don't... You're not finding other people's chips in there that have been half broken mm, off, and then they've absorbed scraping the, the last little. You know, bits like so. Then you're having like to that. eat somebody else's soggy chip corner. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You know, I yeah. say keep your keep get your get your chips off of her. You <laughs> damn dirty chip. chip. Yeah. Um. You know, there's one way you could. What say. I love about this conversation is to start off with me worried that you were going to be anti guacamole, but in the end, you, if anything, you were more pro guacamole I, than anyone because you wanted to have it all for yourself. Yeah, well, I know. Again, I'm happy to share the guacamole, but I just mm. don't want anybody's. I don't want. Yeah. I don't want it to be the party swap guacamole where everybody puts their finger in the guac. <laughs> yeah, and then whoever's finger comes <laughs> out the darkest shade of gray, then they, you know, the, there's some. Mm. But, you know, they're, they're then anyway. Everybody's finger is then rated by the darkest shade that it is. The darkest shade yeah, of then, gray, <laughs> of green. Sorry. I mean, I, I was assumed you were talking about the guacamole's been sitting there for a long time and it's kind of gone. That <laughs> I don't think it'll go gray. I think it'll go brown. Mm. Yeah, I think it'll be the dark. But I mean, whichever finger comes out the darkest, mm-hmm. um, but it's going to be entirely covered in guacamole. Then that one. Then that's. It, it starts with the the six-year-old party. Yeah. Then the lightest gets the 100 yeah. year old party. It's a really good system. Yeah. <laughs> I'm amazed we don't use it for more things. See, <laughs> <laughs> so Goose starts a football match. Yeah. It's been flipping a coin for so long. Yeah. What about the guacamole dip? Oh, it turns out that only the people who's... You know, whose skin has you know more melanin ends up and <laughs> consistently <laughs> consistently going. Yeah, younger. but you would have thought that it would just have something to do with the amount of time you keep your finger in the guac. Maybe, maybe. I mean, maybe if you put it in and then p- pulled it out a little bit, so that some of it was more exposed to air. Yeah. And then, so this is. Strategy. Oh, there's going to be an art to it, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But then again, do you want to have the darkest finger? In- <laughs> In this, do you want to have? Oh, the, you know, you know what they say about Eric. He's always got the darkest finger in the guacamole pot. <laughs> you know, he's one of those guys. Dark, always got to have the darkest finger, finger in the guacamole pot. Darkest finger in the guacamole pot. Um, um, guacamole. Yeah. Rock and roll. Whack-a-mole. Whack-a-mole. Gu- yes. Whack-a-mole. <laughs> whack-a-mole is a th- is a game where avocados pop out of a up out of a little holes. You yeah. try and smash them with a mallet to make guacamole. Or with a mole? With a mole? I don't know if the mole is necessary. I think we've mm, we've got our mole. 
because it's from the guacamole. I know, but what about the uh, guacamole? Yeah, okay. But could it just be balls really of good. guacamole that comes out? <laughs> but you try and dip yeah. into them with a chip. That's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, what you were there, thinking you're was desperately trying to dip them. What you were thinking of was whack of avocado. Yeah. Oh, no, waka- Wow. Oh, wow. Stop it, Al. Wow. We were having a really good time. That idea of a whole uh, a board yeah. where little bowls of guacamole pop up out of the holes and you try and dip your chip into them before they disappear, that is a brilliant yeah. game. Yeah. Oh. Scoop of I'm really excited about that. <laughs> bowls of guac. <sighs> Come up. Yeah. Get- and you scoop. Guacodile. Look, Alistair, I reckon that's enough sketch ideas for the um, what I'm thinking of Act 1 of the podcast. Act yeah. 2 is, of course, where we get, um, I don't know if you know this, but we have listeners and we get three words from a listener. If okay. they support us on Patreon, give us $3 a month. They can send us words. But, okay, then um, we will take them and turn them into something. But then third act of the show third act. is obviously where we go through the sketch ideas that we've come up with. And sometimes we add a little bit of spice and flavor. Sure, sure, sure. Like you would do with a guacamole like with sometimes. A guacamole, a little bit of smoky paprika. Do you, do you put smoky paprika in there? Smoky paprika in there. Really? Uh, uh, probably more cumin. Really? Mm. Well, you both of them I find very interesting. Yeah, thanks. I like, I, like a, I like a pure guac, personally. <sighs> Indiana uh, loves to put a sh- shit in there as well, like garlic <laughs> and stuff shit like that. In there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like she loves to do that thing that you do. Yeah. A little Tamper bit of sweet it. chili sauce. Oh, that's the worst. I don't I don't like no, I'm never gonna let you have any of my guacamole ever again. Yeah. You don't deserve it. Well, Andy, how long has it been, do you think, since I've had some of your guacamole? Yeah, I'm not as long as it's gonna be before you have it again. No. It's I'm gonna is get it? your I'm gonna get your guac. No, you're not gonna, gonna, gonna do your whack a mole by guacamole. Well, I mean, but but again, I guess I'm I guess I'm suggesting that if it's got sweet chili sauce in it, you don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah, which is great for me. Yeah. I don't think guacamole should be sweet. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think we can move on until mm-hmm. you give me some guacamole <laughs> that doesn't have any sweet chili sauce in it. Um, all right, we got three words from a listener. Now, do you want to try and guess which listener? Yeah, oh, that's a fun, yeah. that's a fun fun. Is and, it? Um, and I don't know if we've said their name before. Oh, well, that's going to really uh, yeah. kick it into gear, isn't it? But um, I want you to know, they're both, both names are common names that you might hear in the world. Okay, but you've got to think about the world. There's lots of different cultures. Yeah. So the first name is going to be... But I want you to think that you be... don't have to go very cultural. Oh, okay, <laughs> great. Uh, a nice non-cultural name, David. Oh, close. Jake. Jake. Um, last name. Just Peristalsis. Don't even don't even gamble with it. Just uh, go go your Smith. Jake Smith. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. All right. Now do you want to try and guess Thanks, what the three Jake. words are? Thank you, Jake. By the way, thank you, Jake. Uh okay, the first word is um vertical. No, Andy. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 Not even close. <laughs> Imagine if you did hit me every time I got it wrong. In and the then face. over time, I was actually getting better. <laughs> like, look, you can't it's argue working. with results. Yeah. 
No, the first I word don't want is, to do this either, but it's the only way. <laughs> it's working, Andy. I don't know. We're, oh. we're tapping into somehow. You're, you're, mm. getting, you're, you're tapping into the muse or whatever it is. First word is geese. Geese. Okay. The second word is geeses. No. No, Andy. No. <laughs> the second word is sea. Geese. Sea. S-E-E. Eggs. Is the last word eggs? The second, the last word is not eggs. The last word is God. Geese see God. Geese see God. Well, you know what it makes me think of immediately? Geese obviously fly long distances, quite high in the air, sometimes up in the level of aeroplanes, commercial planes. I don't know, maybe. Commercial geese? Commercial geese, sure. (laughs) Commercial goose liner. But imagine you're up there in a plane. Yeah. And you crash into God. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. There he is hovering. Okay. Maybe his maybe God is like the um, you know, the Skylab space station where he's actually in an un, he's in a um declining orbit, right? He's in one of those. Oh. He's up there in the heavens, but he's we discover that he's in one of those orbits where he's now starting to dip down into the upper atmosphere. He's starting to burn up. He's starting, starting to, to burn up, up in the yeah. atmosphere. We see him up there. His little trails of his beard catching on fire. I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! And it's like it's like that movie. What's that movie? Well, I guess don't look up. A little bit like that, but that other one God's as well. God must be crazy. It's the, like God's must be crazy. It falls down, and it's but a, it's God falling it's, it falls down on the, the, on the little African kid's yeah, head. And then they find that God is really useful for lots of things. They use him for like towing, <laughs> pulling a plow in yeah. the field. I mean, it could just happen. Everybody and... wants God all of a sudden. Yeah. Can I have God this weekend? Yeah. Oh, imagine that God comes down, right? And everybody wants everybody wants their turn to have God come yeah. around to their parties and stuff like that. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, it could be in you know, it could be in any culture. Do people look back on that movie fondly? Gods must be crazy. Yeah. I think if they, yes, but it, not if they look into it with it too much detail. It's probably extremely racist. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. All right, well, I remember I look back on it fondly, yeah, I look and I'm worried about that. What it says about me? Yeah, but I, lo- I love when that kid you, was holding a, a branch over his head to make him look bigger look for the bigger. hyenas. But then imagine he's doing that with God, like he's holding oh. God up on the side. I know he didn't do it with the coke bottle. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But like, let like God make him look wider. Yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> holding God on his head. Like now, the... I mean, God comes down, right? He crashes back to earth. He's mm. in that declining orbit. We grab him. We put some sort of little collar around his neck so we zap him if he doesn't do what we want. That's good. And we slowly retrain God. To be a genie. To be a genie, basically. We use him for whatever we want. We use him to generate electricity and stuff and, you know, make him cure diseases and stuff that he like didn't that, want to cure. Yeah, keep him in a cage. Keep him in a cage. Yeah. You know, that it's like it's a little bit like that, that, you know, that song, What If God Was One Of Us. Mm. But imagine if it was like, what if God was a sex doll? Mm, oh, do you think people would do that stuff with God? Well, imagine if God was like a blow-up sex doll. You don't know. Just to, you don't know what he is. You can't prove that he isn't. Yeah, I believe so, in God. I believe in the Christian God. Mm, I believe in his oneness and his well, truth. Didn't, but then I also believe that he's a blow-up sex doll. Well, there's also that thing, you know, <laughs> like when when God put the uh, put the soul into into Adam, didn't he? 
blow into him the the breath, mm. blow breath into mm. his mouth or whatever. Yeah, sure. Does sound so, like, like something you would do. Did like, it, was it into his mouth or was it into a little nozzle? <laughs> a little nozzle well, down on his thigh. Did he have to squeeze it? Yeah, bite it with his teeth <laughs> and then. We don't know. We don't know. Wait, and so. if God, and if Adam was built in God's image, sounds like God might have a little nozzle as well. Maybe that was what the belly button is for. Oh, for blowing up. Blowing up. I've never had anybody give give me a little blow in my belly button. Really? Blow into my belly button? I mean, I've had like raspberries. Yeah. But not direct. Not like not put directly, a, done a seal around seal the around the, around the thing. Yeah. You're right. I mean, that's a bit fucked up. It was not. Well, I mean, it's it's both fucked up, and you were shocked that no one had done it. Yeah, well, I, I guess I really hadn't thought about it. I guess my my initial response was in incredulity <sighs> of a Coke bottle. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, I wish I could remember what that orbit is. What's the name of that orbit? Declining, not declining orbit, um, but not catastrophic. It's a Degrading? Are you picturing degrading these people like hitting God up against the thing to like mash up some grass <laughs> yeah, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I am. Like, you know, maybe one of them is like, you know, takes God out and uses him as a surfboard. <laughs> yeah. You know? That'd be pretty cool. And then like... Yeah. One is like taking God home. You know, it's taking like a, a girl home that they just met from like. Yeah. And then, you know, and then they make God perform God, a little plays or, or something. Or use God as a bed. As a bed. Oh, wow. You know, making love on making God. Making love on, on God's voluptuous butt. Like God yeah. is facing down. Okay. Or. <laughs> yeah. No, go on. No, no, I don't think so. But it was, okay. just, it was just God, his dick is involved, you know. Oh, uh, sure. Sure. Um, you know, like I came up with a reminds me of a sketch idea that I came up with on the way in today, but I don't know what it is. Don't know the details. I'll. I almost never come up with sketch ideas while um while I'm not in the in the podcast. In the pod hole. In the pod hole, you will sail the seven seas. Um. All right. I'm just like drawing now on the inside on the fog inside the room. I reckon we. That's a good sign that we should start. All right. Wrapping this up is episode three thirty, by the way. So the. Episodes uh, the sketch ideas for today are, by the way, comedy festival is going pretty good, yeah. but we're we are tired. We are tired, but you know, it's um, a, it's a real uh, it's a real treat that we get to do this. We're one of the few acts that hasn't caught COVID yet. Mm. I say as we spend a bunch of time in the tiniest room possible together. <laughs> um, okay, the sketches for today are show don't tell, buckle up. <laughs> it's a good strong it's opener. A, it's a. Re- it's a proper writer who yeah. wants to start telling people to. But also up. in conversations, he's not even writing anything. He's no. just having. He's just talking. I know. I know. And then we got organ scorcher. It's mm. a, the heartwarming oh, okay. story. Yeah, great. Heartwarming tale. Sorry. Then we got mm. bonar. Bonar. Very it's, proud of that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Very proud. Um, I got to say before, I think you burped in here, and I was like, I better open the door to kind of like get mm. some fresh air, and then. We're parked next to about 17 bins, <laughs> and then I was like starting to just get bin air coming in, so then I shut the door. So, anyway, then <sighs> went after Bonar. There was Sinatra's is terrified by the classics, mm. and that's a real kind of like nightmare scenario yeah. for Sinatra. And then we got uh, clone starts making out with your mom. Mm. That's your, your clone, it's really complicated, yeah. 
<laughs> the Oedipus complex has never been more complicated. Yeah. Oedipus, very complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we got no guns, but a gun that makes a better version of you. Andy, there's a whole movie in that. Mm. We don't even yeah, have to. What a threat! We don't what even have to get threat. new actors for that. We yeah. can just get the other, you know, that thing where they'll be half oh, on this great. side. And we shave their, give them a shave, and then we're like, "Yeah, there you are." No, 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 we're not shaving. Does anyone do something with Oedipus? Yeah. Now it sounds a bit like Oedipus. Oedipus. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet. Um, is that what he's doing to his mum? No, I don't know. Oedipus. Oedipus complex. Oh, I've got an Oedipus complex. <laughs> oh, that sounds like somebody's. Um, uh, somebody you going know, like, down on my mum. I've the, got an Oedipus complex. Yeah, I guess you could say <laughs> Oedipus. Yeah, look. I guess mm. you could say mm. I've got an uh, um, <laughs> Oedipus complex. I I don't I don't I don't love my mum. I don't want to kiss her or anything like that. I just want. To, just Growler. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, God. That one episode that our families listen to. This is a real this is a real ceramics class of episode, I reckon. Yeah. Um Oedipus complex. I'm just gonna write down Oedipus. Sure. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Sorry, anyone out there with a mum about everything from today. Um, uh, then we got no. Oh wait, no. We got body swap horror. Old man is mm, a eight-year-old boy, or is he? Oh, good question. Or is he? Then we got whack-a-mole. Whack-a-mole. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, I really like it. Whack-a-mole. It's where it's made me balls more happy. of guac come up, <laughs> and you have to scoop real quick. <laughs> There's like six different balls, and you're like, oh. That would just be because oh, you'd be a, breaking so many chips. A nightmare for soggy chip tips. Yeah, soggy chi- I mean, you, you know, you're there in the arcade. All these people have been using. You don't know how often they ch- they change the guacamole. I uh, know the- it would have to be like those chocolate fountains that, like, yeah, it's just set up for like you know short events. Sure, you know, you yeah. might do it at like a you know a. a a briefcase sales, <sighs> like yearly <laughs> briefcase sales, yearly man. conference. Yeah, great. I'm a briefcase salesman. Imagine that briefcase salesman shows up at the door. He's got a briefcase. He opens it inside, slightly smaller briefcase. Oh, I thought that maybe he would just go, you want to buy this? <laughs> I'm a briefcase salesman. Briefcase salesman. No, I quite like him opening up and having yeah. another briefcase in I there. Know. I know. I know you love that. An even briefer case. A brevity case. I guess they call it briefcase because it's a bit more. Um... Oh no, a piece of paper fell out. Um, then we got Gods Must Be Crazy But God Instead of a Coke Bottle. Yeah, really good. And then we got Oedipus Complex. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. There's a lot to be proud of today. Yeah. A lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of you. A lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of today. Stand up tall. You did good. Stand behind what you say. It's a lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of. A lot to be proud of today. Oh, great. Thanks so much for listening to the Think Tank. I'm going to put a link down below for uh, Gustav and Henry, my book, which if you're in Australia, you can buy now. If you're in the States, you can pre-order the hardback copy. Really hardback. Hardback and front. 
Really? Yeah. Wow, they fucking they did a full package. Oh yeah, they really did a number. They really did a number on you. Um, on and one <laughs> on each page. <laughs> and uh, and some books don't have numbers on some of the pages. That's really annoying. Yeah, you think so? Like, you, oh, you, you, you like to work, really keep I've got to work those ones out, do I? Oh, suppose I I'll will put then. put a full picture on this page. Well, I suppose I'll, I'll just have to use it. a a um, one of those uh, yeah. book separators yeah. in order to, rather than just remembering the page number mm. I was on all for the next two days yeah. until I get a chance to read this book again. Anyway, uh, yeah, there's a link down below for both of our shows. Yeah. Our show that is both our show and then also the show that is just your show with yeah. Matt. And then also there's a link down below for Jordan. you. Oh, there you, you. go. <laughs> the Jordan, and Jordan the Patreon. And, and then also the Discord. And the Discord. into a very link-heavy podcast. Yeah, we're, oh, we're just, it's all links now. Mm. I guess this is Internet 3.0. There you go. Well, we made and it, everybody. And we love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.